This is Her Name is Michael, Get Over It, a watch-along podcast for Star Trek Discovery. And today we're watching Brother, the Season 2 premiere. I'm Van Velding, I have a vague knowledge of Season 1, but this is the first episode of Star Trek Discovery I have seen. And I'm Derek, and I have no knowledge of this. <laughs> I, I don't think I should ask if you're ready, and 3, 2, 1... Engage. So what I don't get about this is the pacing. Like right now, we're going through uh, last time on Star Trek. Look how fast everything is going. I'm thinking, okay, this is just like, hey, getting you caught up on the last season, um, a branding stuff. Who cares? But uh, once we get dropped into the story, the pacing doesn't stop. Um, and I, like, why are we talking about Klingons? Why are Klingons up? Oh wait, um, everything's so future. And I guess I don't. I don't... I'm confused. This is everything that happened in the previous season, which featured an entire Klingon war that stopped and started. Michael did a mutiny. What the did a mutiny? <laughs> and then she was, you know, she was put in life prison, but now she, she was out on probation during the last season. Okay. Um, and for, I don't even know what the fortune... Who's that guy? Are, yeah, like, it, it, he kind of looks like uh, the... Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Madman guy. He probably is that guy. Oh, no, no, he's not. He's not that guy. He's he's been like in other sci-fi stuff, oh, okay. so um, he he was their previous captain from season one. Okay, cool. So because you hear Pike mention earlier, oh yeah, your last captain betrayed you, and that was real sad. But I'm totally cool. Yeah, yeah, don't worry so, about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, props for like killing like the season one captain, like being willing to do that. This is like, yeah. but like, see this this looks like a trailer for a movie. Um, that I'm watching <laughs> and that feeling yeah. that I'm watching an action movie doesn't ever go away. Yeah. It, it's very cinematic. Um, no apologies about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, um, like I don't. Okay. So that's what it was. Okay. I was wondering what the deal was with him. Um, the science dude. Yeah. Um, and like this, uh, like, so he talk, she talks about like, you know, hey, look, I did, I did a meaningful speech, but I don't, yeah. I don't know that um, meaningful speeches in the midst of all of this action really can kind of be significant. Like, it seems they just get swept away with the rest of the action. Uh, maybe when something that goes this fast slows down, it's easier for you to pay attention. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't find that. I felt like, uh, but then again, I, I, I definitely feel like I was in the, uh, I was in the deep end for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, oh. this is just—it's uh, intense. Yeah, no, it is. It is certainly intense. Of course, we have to get the USS Enterprise right. It has been a whole year. They didn't do this stuff, okay? So <laughs> it's been a whole year. They had some discipline about they it. They held on as long as they could. <laughs> but visually, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I like it. Um, I think, okay. I think it could be a little bit more subtle. Um, I, oh. I, I don't. Uh, I think just because you can do special effects doesn't mean you should. Um, Fair enough. You know, like when you're when you look talk about an artist, like um, they don't just put every effect that they can do in every painting that they do. You know, it's kind of like True. knowing what you can and should do given the effect that you're looking for. There was a car commercial once that said, <laughs> "Art is not uh, when there's nothing left to add, but nothing left you can take away." Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very minimalist yeah. approach. Yeah, and I see, I see a lot of things in this episode that I could take away. The pacing, for one. Like, I'm really not happy with the pacing at all. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So I don't know. No, no, this isn't even the actual intro, right? This is just like the prologue that's going to go into our intro. Yeah. I was actually. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we have this story. Um, like, I mean, like it's, she said a thousand years ago. But I mean, like, that sounds like a legend. I don't know that the, the timing seems off. <laughs> So I think this is like her giving us foreshadowing. Like she's speaking from the future. Uh, okay. She's like, "Hey, buddy, um, there's something in space that we're gonna find this season. It's a signal. You gotta have a pure heart or whatever. Yeah. Bright eyes can't lose. Yeah. And that's gonna help you do whatever's gonna happen in this season because this this episode this show seems to be a lot more feels based than previous. Well, Star Trek. I think that's fine, but you don't you don't have enough cerebral beats to this in order for that to land. Like you can't That's fair. You can't like go into like Jackie Chan style quick pacing fight and then expect to have like an Aaron Sorkin sort of speech right after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like but, you can't just jump to that. I don't think we did that in this episode. Well, though. but I mean like to me, the, like I mean, I'm using the contrast to illustrate a point. You know that yeah. you you there is an ebb and flow to these things, and you can't just go from um, the high of one thing to the high of a completely different genre, or maybe not genre, but um, I don't know, like an effect, I guess. Like you have to kind of lead into it. So this is this scene was the kind to me. This scene took took me forever i got impatient because uh-huh. we have burnham going stars yeah and you know it feels and yeah some science some science yeah and then we get into this take forever yeah and this is like um, oh, oh yeah by the way uh Sarek is a jerk he's like a jerk of a dad <laughs> and he he never loves spock not even once <laughs> he is he is at his best parenting in this show trust me <laughs> Is he really? He like, is. Yeah, this is as good a parent as Sarah gets. Uh, yeah, I guess it's true. But like, <laughs> just like, there are things that uh, Michael Vernon says uh, that she's like, yeah, um, Spock doesn't like me. I'm like, well, no crap. He took his parents away. Also, look at that thing on the shelf. It, like, I would love, isn't that the prop that goes everywhere in all Star Trek? No, no, no. It kind of looks like it. it's got the red highlights and the tubiness, but it's not no, the no. Same uh, well, because I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking like I would love it if, um, like, there was a Star Trek spinoff and it just tracked the voyage of that prop, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's yeah. from its perspective. It's like, oh, they're moving me again. Uh, See, this is moving glacially. Uh, this is like this is us in space. Well, yeah. N- no insult to this is us. Yeah. Or space. Um, I mean, that's true. Um, I guess this was, this was all the lead up, but it still seems yeah. too fantastic, right? Like they're trying to <laughs> like, like Spock is what eight right now. And he just did like some sort of VR rendering of this crazy lizard. That's trying to kill someone like, but he can't. That fucking adjust the sensitivity on his mouse. He had to scroll up three <laughs> times to get it out. Yeah, I know. And it's like, um, there's still these, ten- there's still, even though it's glacial, there's still this tenseness to it. Because look, right here, he's gonna f- I mean, he's going to yeah. slam the door. And that's kind of setting the tone of just like, okay, now we're, now we're in it. Now action and it's not going to yeah, stop. Na- now, we're in e- now we're in it, yeah. But there's a definite contrast there. I mean that's true. It's a it's a different kind of tension. Um, this is more of a fast paced tension that was a slower paced uh, tension. You know, I I always um, 
See, and that, that's an interesting joke. Where, yeah. Like, you, it, the, the room's loud, and so you have to yell to get over it, but, like, by the time you yell, the entire room's gotten kind of quiet. Yeah, I mean, that's just, everyone can relate to that. It's good. It's it's a solid thing. Um, this dude, uh, I like him a lot. Um, so, like... Sarah? Uh, Saru, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not gonna... Um, harp on it so yes you like sarah he's yeah. an interesting guy uh so her like cyber eye like see so you could have totally done that like what i was talking about with like the technology being in your face and not being very subtle um mm-hmm. that cyber eye could have just been a contact lens but it also has like something on her face to like suggest a surgical implant and like uh, good it says it boldly yeah yeah it's not subtle um right but it could have been subtle i guess is my point it could have been, yeah, like Troy's black eyes that no one notices. Right, right. Um, also, I want to be. I want to just do fan rage. Why are there windows in the front of the goddamn Enterprise? <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, and I guess this is this is a weird. Um, this is a weird this intro. This is the actual intro. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because like it has kind of a Westworld meets Bond kind of vibe <laughs> to it. <laughs> You're not the first to say that. Is that really? <laughs> yeah. Um, because like uh. Yeah, like there, there's definitely like like this kind of part of it is when it starts feeling very Bondy, like showing like the mm-hmm. biology, and I think we get like some like a bullet at some point. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's 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 technical, but not actually informative. Yeah, it gives you, it's telling you in the in visual language, look at all this technical stuff. It's very high tech, right? Plus this this dude the is apparently part of the season two. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's an itic symbol that you can barely see. Yeah. Thanks for. I mean, props to the dude. Uh, props. I think Westworld. I, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember who started it. It was Westworld or Game of Thrones. Um, it's the Sarlacc. Uh, so there was basically one one series. And I don't know what series it was that mm-hmm. essentially started this level of intro, like these kinds of intros. You see mm-hmm. it in Game of Thrones, Westworld, this one now. Um, there's another one that I'm forgetting, um, but this in, this type of intro is very like in vogue right now, and whoever yeah. like started that trend, props to that dude. Yeah, I, I do like it. It's a fine intro. Of course, I've seen the Enterprise intro, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we kind of move along, and then we have Captain Pike, and uh, oh, we haven't come back yet. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're just filling. I love in the way he walks. Look. He, yeah. And he does like this little sniff thing, which is a little weird, like having your captain kind of sniff you. But I mean, it also speaks to, hey, there's we're, we're comfortable with the culture. Um, yeah. He's a, he's an alien. It shows. Yeah. And like he has like, yeah, like the little waving behind him. It, it, it's just yeah. also kind of neat. And he's taller. And I don't know I like him. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's got lifts, I think, because he has like the, the digigrade, digigrade dog legs. Okay, yeah, oh yeah, uh, no, no, no. you don't notice that until later. Legs. Yeah, he has like a different, Yeah. his legs bend the other way, basically. Yeah. So, um, and look, I, I don't, yeah. They ha- they also have like this try-hard Jordy visor. Like, yeah. like I mean, Jordy yeah. like did that whole thing with just a visor. Why do you have a, have a cranial thing? Well, because this is 80 years earlier. Yeah, I mean, eh, yeah. I guess The disappointment so. with this guy never goes away in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were expect you were supposed to expect Spock. I don't know if you did or not. Yeah, um, I I did, um, but yeah, uh, I like this dude, uh, Christopher Pike. Um, yeah. I, why do I know his name? 
because the last time you saw him, he was dis- he was the original series, and Spock stole him because he was confined to a wheelchair from a plasma grenade, I think. Oh, okay. And Spock was going to take him to the Brain People's Planet so that his active mind could exist uh, inside their illusions. Okay, from yeah. The original pilot, the cage. Oh yeah, I um that I remember that now, and like I I think um I didn't realize until we kind of synced up after I watched this that this was. Uh, in the past, I knew that's he was so dumb. Oh man, I knew he was gonna say all three. <laughs> you can see uh, Saru's feet in that shot. Just yeah, briefly. yeah, but yeah, I hate, I hate that. Like, I hate where it's like, hey, let me, I, let me itemize all of the ways that this could go bad. Which one, uh, it, which one is the bad thing? Oh, it's all of them. Like, really, guys? <laughs> come on. I saw it coming. I didn't know if I'm actually angry at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't like it. I, it's, it just feels so blah. We're doing kind of a classic Star Trek walk, right? Um, oh yeah, well, yeah. I think I think this is best known from the West Wing. The West Wing does this. Well, yeah, but I mean, um, I think Star Trek did it first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did. Um, it, it's never this long, to be sure. But like the whole walking right. through the corridors and discussing a thing, like totally happens. Um, but it never happens this long, which was felt weird. The length of this felt a little weird. We got a lot of exposition here. Yeah. So oh, you can see a guy in the wheelchair in the back. Yeah. Um, oh, is that, is that like a foreshadowing thing? Um, no, it's, uh, it's just showing that this is a disabled person serving fully in Starfleet. Oh, okay. Which you've never seen before, right? You've never seen anybody in Starfleet on, you know, like supports, like braces or yeah. a wheelchair. That's good. Um, I mean, Jordy, Jordy is blind, yeah. but he's brought up to quote unquote normal yeah. with the visor. Yeah. So, um, anyway. This is kind of weird. Just like, um, just lower your expectations. Everything's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Um, I wonder if that's like a thing, if that's foreshadowing for this episode. And apparently Captain Cool Dad's a big fan of Bo Burnham. <laughs> um, yeah. He's definitely, so. like, that so encapsulates him well. Like, that his name, that you call him Captain Cool Dad. That, that's perfect. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Like, this, like yeah. this is a transition shot that's so, like, abstract. Like normally in like Star Trek, we would just like stay in the the lift, but we went out of the lift and we came back in for reasons. We we do a lot of establishing shots in Star Trek to show the passage of time. Um, usually, it's just the same starship bit that we've seen before, or yeah. the same starship bit pasted onto a new planet. So here we're actually seeing the inner workings of the ship. Yeah. So, but it, like in- again, it's a little more technical. Yeah, but I mean, like, in the middle of a conversation, though, kind of seems weird. Yeah. Like, they came in. A little bit of they, Like, they did this, like, oh, you're feeling sick, buddy? And he's like, yeah, it's going around. And then they cut yeah. for whatever reason. And they cut back to, like, another, com- like, the conversation they were having in here. Like, why didn't you just evolve the conversation and not cut away? They, because they got all the exposition we need out. They're going to talk some more details in the elevator. Yeah. Turbo lift. And now we're ready to go here. Yeah, um, and, and I feel like that. I feel like that kind of cut um, was really just to kind of add to the beats per minute, like to make everything <laughs> feel fast. Um, there is this kind of little human moment, which is good, um, uh, but it doesn't really feel like it makes sense. Maybe it's because I just don't know her. That's clever, though, right? <laughs> the cool dad thing. Yeah. Like that's I've I've had people do that to me when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I it. They have these these fast things, but they get into human moments, they get into character work, and they get into the actual moving the plot forward. Yeah, I guess I just, um, I would I would have rathered this to be slower. Um, like, 
you know, because I just don't, I, or maybe the action just feels misplaced or it feels too fast. Like when they do have action, I don't know. Um, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I'm not sure. I, I, I don't, I, I, this left me confused after I watched it. And, um, yeah. So he's like, listen, your last captain was a jerk. Uh, I'm cool. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Dad address him by his full name. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, but what's interesting is where it's like, Hey, listen, your last captain betrayed you. I'm not going to betray you. Um, but then later in the episode, we do get kind of like, a like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm being like a savior. And he's like, uh, we don't leave people behind because that's a thing, I guess, because we're a military yeah. outfit, not a science outfit. Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> Who's this girl? Is she like a Klingon or what? What is Ooh. the? She's got like mouth bits. She was wearing a red shirt. She came uh, with Christopher Pike. We've seen someone like her in TNG. Uh, she's not a Klingon. Okay. She's just she's just another alien. Okay. Uh, I cannot remember where we saw the guy with the mouth bits though. Yeah. But anyway. And so, um, Saru or whatever, um, what's, uh, what's his alien? Like what, what is his species? Kelpians. They are herbivores, I think. I love this. Look at that. Look how they're pointing down. I like, I like that. It's a nice touch. So I like how they show the Enterprise actually coming in to get onto their plane. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what they do, people. It's not like crazy. They just, (laughs) they just push a little button and they rotate to meet each other, so things look nice. Yeah, fucking crazy. So anyway, yeah. Oh, and Um, he did the engage thing, but it was a hit it instead because he's a cool dad. (laughs) Captain Cool Dad. (laughs) So (laughs) I was actually really skeptical because he comes on board and he takes command of the Discovery, and it's so quick and it's so like, yes. Contingency 7 Alpha. Yes, secret orders. Yes, everything on the Enterprise is broken. Don't ask him any questions. <laughs> I thought it was bull. I thought it's like, no, he's yeah, an alien. Yeah, I thought that too. Like, straight up. Yeah, because it's so suspicious. But like... go back to the Enterprise and everything. Yeah, and Saru even says, like, hey, listen, you have to get verified because... Look at that. That was a very abstract scene. Uh, I'm going to talk over this yeah. slightly because Saru says, oh, well, that's... Uh, since the Borg initiative, we have to verify your stuff d- genetically. Like, we haven't met the Borg yet if this is before the original series. Like, um, I don't think it was. He had. I, it, he may have said something else. Oh, I Borka. thought. I, no. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe so. I just. I thought he said the board. I love this. He may have said war. Yeah, maybe like, so. Go on, go I on. love this scene. This scene is great. Um, you don't. You don't, like. It, like when I watched this kind of like scene, I was like, "Oh, you guys, they like each <laughs> other." Uh, but I did not know that dude died. <laughs> yeah, no, he died. So I, I definitely had the wrong beats there, I guess. <laughs> because the recap is so fast, you don't, yeah. you don't, you barely register his neck getting snapped. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I didn't know that was him. That is, oh, okay, all right. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was him. It's, it's so fast; it's not even informative. Yeah, and so this, um, this is weird that we're in an engine room with like a steam, but we should totally have the technology to not have steam in our workplace. Look. <laughs> it's technical, Derek. <laughs> like I don't. It's like, hey, um, it sucks that your uniforms are full sleeves, right? Because this whole thing is really hot because steam, right? Yeah. Oh, did we mention that? Uh, did we mention Christopher Pike getting the new uniform? Uh, no, oh, no, we didn't. Okay. Uh, it's like, I know we didn't. I don't know if the series did or not, but yeah. Yeah, I know that. We'll I, yeah, yeah, I know it's at the very end. He he has he changes stuff. I like this little bit of admin. <laughs> she's cute. She's <laughs> and she's like training to be a captain, and 
is kind of showing you we've seen Pikes, we've seen Cool Dad's Captain Style, we've seen Saru's Captain Style, we've seen um, and now we see we realize like her, oh yeah, she's trying to be a captain. And this episode kind of is saying all of these types of styles are valid ways of leadership, and I think that's good. Yeah, we even have a beat here where because you definitely think, oh, Tilly can't do this. She's too, she's too flighty. She's too young. Yeah, she's Tumblr in space. She can't possibly be a captain. Right. Um, but he gives her a vote of confidence here, just saying, hey, look, you're going to be a great captain. Yeah, he's like, yeah, and I love that. This is so weird. It's like, yeah, um, she kills herself because nothing else matters. Like, well, like what? That's horrible. Why would you even like? Why would you even promote such a thing as being cool? But whatever. Um, I'll say it's, I thought Starfleet was supposed to care about lies. Yeah, no, right? Like <laughs> that's the more the most morbid thing ever, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's it's art. It's their unique culture. I mean, so, I guess yeah. so. Um, the thing you know, he tells her. I don't know if he said it already because we're talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Everything is just so quick for me. Um, and, oh yeah, no, it moves. And so uh, he talks about her being empathetic and that making her a good captain. I and, and that's just so uh, that's so good. Um, and I think it's important to realize that leadership isn't about just telling people to do things because you want them to. Leadership is about gaining enough trust. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. One, one day a clan's going to try to kill her. She's going to do that. The clan's going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. You know, like, like yeah. you can lead with love. That's totally a thing that can happen. <laughs> yeah. And I like that she says... Something like that sounds inspirational yeah. and really insightful in the surface. And he's like, yeah, you need to just say, just, say less things. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you know, I I often have that thought that maybe I talk too much sometimes, you know, but then it is kind of my personality. I kind of put a lot of things out there and I don't, I don't keep a lot of things inside. And, you know, I can identify with this for sure. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I've said some things that are like, oh, man, it's dumb. Oh, cool. Hollywood's favorite pedophile. Oh, what is this? Lewis, oh, Lewis, Lewis Carroll, Carroll, Alice in Wonderland, yeah. Well, he's not diddling anyone in I mean, the afterlife. I mean, he's so. dead, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah he's not like getting royalties. <laughs> well, I don't, know if his, I don't know if he has a state or not. I think it's just like it's fair use. That's why it's always everywhere. Yeah. Right. Um, don't worry. But, we're going to start getting more fair use stuff. Now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is what we see is like uh, Spock's mom being a better mother uh, to Michael than a Spock. <laughs> his mom tried to love him he's like Spock go stay in the corner while I mother this young girl <laughs> see that kind of way seemed to support the how she was in reverie I think reverie um, yeah 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 and then it's interrupted by by Sarek yeah being a dad <laughs> it's, it's one of the most like unstarshrike things about this is like you destroyed the character of Sarah. I like I like yeah. that uh, I like that little bit where like the gesture yeah. was the thing that turned it all off. It's good. Yeah, it's completely out of canon with the original series, but I don't give a shit, man. It's a cool future. Yeah, and that's totally fine. It so, makes sense if yeah. you know enough about technology. What she did totally makes sense, and it tracks. It like you would be able to do that if you could do yeah. a hologram inside your house in your room yeah. or whatever. Task force. We're, so we're forming a, a tiger team. <laughs> a do group. So, um, <laughs> so one of the things that we, we've kind of avoided talking about is um, the, the this plot. 
Uh, yeah. It's like, it's stupid. So, yeah, I mean, what I know is that, obviously, the betrayal, some weird red dot, we don't know anything about it, but... That's all new. That's all oh, new. Oh, okay. The and dot. then it's like, she's super, like, like she's like, hey, <laughs> hey, Sarah, what's that time you talked to your kid? Ah, it's been years. Yeah, same. He's <laughs> uh, like, man, I really would like to see him. Like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> There's... It's been cons- that's consistent with the original series though because I mean, Sarah, yeah, because is. when we first meet Sarah, Spock's like I haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah, um, but I mean it's weird that she's preoccupied with it since she was obviously the favored. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, there were three kids. Remember? Oh yeah, I forgot. He takes in the, he takes in uh, humans like strays. Well, he actually has a full Vulcan son that we saw in Star Trek Five. Oh yeah, um, yeah. She's the second hidden sibling of Spock. <laughs> Who knows how? We don't know how many siblings uh, Sarek has. I mean, we don't know how many children Sarek has. It could be, yeah. it could be in the teens, maybe even <laughs> the thirties. So, uh, like, there's a great fan art where it's like Spock and Captain Kirk getting married, and they're like old, they're in their fifties, and. Captain Kirk goes up to Burnham and he's like, "Oh, who are you? Welcome to the wedding." She's like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm Michael Burnham. I'm here because you know because I'm family." And Kirk is like, "Spock's family." She's like, "Yeah, I'm his sister." And Kirk is like, "Da, Spock again, <laughs> a hidden sibling." <laughs> That's good. Um, so I don't know what he does have a habit. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh, I, I wanted to teach Spock empathy. I I wasn't going to like give him lessons or make him read books or anything. I just wanted to." Him to stand awkwardly in the corner and watch him watch a human be mothered by a human. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna show any empathy as his dad because I'm a Volk. I have societal expectations yeah. to fulfill. I know enough about empathy to make sure that it's taught to him. Oh wait, no, I don't. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I I tried. So uh, when Look, when I have to go to a toxic masculinity conference, I'll be back. Uh, yeah, I would I would uh, <laughs> I'd imagine like Sarek in his like study. And he's opening a book of like how to like raising a human for dummies, <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's like humans need empathy. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess I'll have to marry. I'll I'll just throw the humans together, and they'll be empathetic. It'll be fine. <laughs> I can imagine him going up to his study, and it's like a six volume set, uh, raising human children, <laughs> and his hand kind of glides over it to raising human children for dummies. Yeah. And then it glides to cliff notes of raising human children for dummies. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like just well-worn copy. Uh, it's just like a pamphlet and it's like a list. Like, feed them. <laughs> feed them. Close them. Give them empathy. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's a note stuck in the first page of the cliff notes version. Yeah, it yeah. just pulls it out. <laughs> yeah, and like, that's the only thing you ever read. Everything is pristine. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Captain Cool Dad. Captain. This is also a great way to introduce us to these people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it makes sense that he'd want to, you know, if he's if he wants that uh, personal touch. Also, apparently Data isn't the first android. Is that I right? I know. Lieutenant Commander <laughs> Data. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe, like, I, if this was in the future, I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, Data, um, that could be, like, Data's kid. Like, Data made a kid and, like, or, or like, made by Data yeah. or whatever. It's like, right. oh, yeah, by the way, your job doesn't matter. You just pilot. <laughs> Just fly I'm good. wall number 701. Ooh, that's sad. Okay. <laughs> no joke, you're detecting something. It's all over the screen. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe she's goo in there. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she's a cyborg. Yeah. But whatever. I'm, I'm not too worried about that. Well, it's just it's just like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. We don't need all of that, do we? I don't I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like, like hey, we've established this series. Now let's go back in time to the prequel. Like, I'm not really a fan of like doing that. I like... Yeah. I like things to kind of move um, more or less linearly. It doesn't have to be 100% linear, mm-hmm. but just more or less linearly. 
Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of continuity, so I'm fine with this. Okay. Um, but yeah, diff- different strokes. Yeah. So yeah, let, let's let's talk something that we can both go ham on. Fucking <laughs> clouds! The clouds are moving. Yeah, yeah. Like 500 kilometers and, a second. Okay, so what's hitting Fast. them? How are they getting hit? Like, if you fly into space, you need something. Look, she just said, like, you need to be able to deflect any kind of debris. Why are they not doing that? <laughs> Why are they not deflecting this debris? Also, we have sensors. We have sensors that apparently don't do optics. Yeah. So, we're going to stick a camera out in the hole. Yeah, because... yeah. And, like, okay, so couldn't you just, like, uh, narrow the beam of like your uh, your phaser or whatever you use to tow ships to just make a bubble of like stable asteroids around you and like just glide on to like nearest to the surface and like jump from one hull to the other like it wouldn't be, even be that hard. I to some extent this, this, some of the shakings of the gravitational whatever. Okay, but um, but we, we but yeah no it's implied they're getting hit by a lot of rock. Yeah. And they have navigational deflectors. They have actual deflectors. They have phasers. Yeah. Um, like, you can just... It's it's dramatic. It's and see, here's the thing. We don't... Like, we introduced this big conflict, um, and we don't need to. But we're doing it because we need to build the tension. Um, I like this a little bit. This is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but this kind of, like, uh, this sort of problem-solving reads very, like, CSI to me. Like, NCIS kind yeah. of jazz. And, Enhance. And I'm like, we don't have to go this fast, guys. Like, you know, um, if it's, like, if it's not the big problem we're trying to solve in an episode, you can just, like, have a dude figure it out. And that's it. Like, and, you know, he's like, hey, let's teleport. He's like, oh, we can't because reasons. And it's like, yeah, we have to... We have to use these special flight pods that are uh, super dangerous, and we can't do things. And uh, it's just a whole bunch of things that don't need to happen. I know, right? It's like, can we get a shuttle pad? Can we just clear an orbit? Yeah. Um, can we just beam the fuck down? Yeah. No, no. We got to take the fucking Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, <pods>. yeah. <laughs> the Fast and Furious. Pods. Yeah, Captain Cool Dad uh, doesn't want to take your considerations. He wants to make sure that no man's left behind. Yeah, there we go. Five thousand kilometers a second. So, um, so this is a good, interesting bit. This is a bit of tension where he thinks that she's going to give him the same stuff, like, "Hey, it's too much of a risk." But he, but, but she says, "Like, no, I was going to have some solutions." And he's like, "I'm going to give you one. I was just prefacing it." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's hear it." Like, there was no kind of like dick measuring. It was just a misreading. Yeah. So yeah, he says he start he sat out the war. So um, yeah, we've, we've kind of skipped over the whole war thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, because you said this is where Starfleet's definitely a military. I'm like, yo. Yeah, and and, and it's like, whole season. It, it's what's sprinkled with science, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. I want the other way. Like, I want science, a science ship, um, and if they have to do some weird military thing that isn't necessarily aggressive, but maybe helps like some effort, then okay, fine. But I don't want like guns on my science ship. Look at this science that, officer being so cavalier. He's so dumb. I I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> it's a weird line between confidence and this douche nozzle. Yeah, he's, uh, he's super... I, I mean, they cast him to be a douche. Yeah, no, no they did, for sure. Yeah, and it's yeah. so weird. Like, we cut from that talking to this talking. So apparently it was, I grabbed you really quick to, like, oh, by the way, we forgot you're about to go to an action scene. We need some science bits. Some science bits and some human <laughs> moments. Okay, back to action. I can douchebag gotta both do a BM. <laughs> just a second. 
Bernie, keep yourself busy, right? Yeah, yeah, I gotta have a scene with Tilly here in a minute. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> but I like her. Anyway, I, I yeah. like Tilly. Yeah. She's uh, she's pretty cool. She's like she's, she's like she's the, better Wesley. She's like yeah, she's like the heart of uh, the crew. It seems. Yeah, I'm so not sure why Burnham was wearing silver here because they're all wearing division colors. Oh, okay, that's and what I, that is. I thought they were just like yeah. I thought they were just got it, getting into their Power Ranger outfits. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to take the Voltron down to the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we just, no, no, we didn't make it. We just picked it up and learned how to use it. <laughs> These pods are ridiculous. Yeah, no, so this is, this is like, apparently we're, we're made to believe that this is super experimental. Um, she happened to be part of the test pilots before she got thrown into prison. Yeah. Um, and she's the only one that really knows how to drive it, but they're all going to drive it too because reasons. <laughs> yeah. So, um, nine G's for so 11 yeah. minutes. Why? Why are we going nine G's? We don't have to go nine G's. And you might. The rocks are fast, Derek. The rocks are going at 5,000 kilometers per second. We, fast. we can also go 5,000 kilometers per second. And then it's like they're all still. <laughs> it's. What are you, some sort of Isaac Asimov? <laughs> I'm just talking about relative motion, baby. Like we're in space. <laughs> like we don't need to do this. It's kind relative of relative motion. It, yeah. It's kind of like saying, "Hey, look, uh, I need you to take. Uh, we're on a docks. I need you to take this uh, cargo from point A to point B, and then like you do this fast and the furious like spin with like some sort of pallet jack that has nitros on it. <laughs> and, like that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all they're doing. They're just. This is a fork for the rockets on the and back. And you straight up, like, it's like, hey, so, uh, hey, Navigator, um, all of these rocks are going, like, 5,000 kilometers a second. Why are we only going 4,000 kilometers a second <laughs> uh, to where yeah. we have to use all this stuff? It's like, ah, uh, math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, one second, she just toggles the R1 button. What's this? Why, why is his little things coming up? And he's like, what? What? Okay, so, early in season one, it's established... That his species can sense death, so he can look at it and his little back hairs go up, and he's like, "Oh no, it's death." Wait, what? <laughs> it's dumb. Okay, so it's just like a different form of like space magic, basically. You know what? I think space magic is probably good for it. Yes, well, I mean, like magic. Spock had space magic, so <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. It's Kelpian space magic. Yeah. We just, it's just, it's like D&D 5th edition. We have new races with new, different, innate magic powers. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he was going to die. Yeah. I, uh, although I got to say, I love it. I love it that he's doing like this, like monologue and he dies like in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I love this. This is so good. Blah, 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 Oh man, it's so good. No, we don't <laughs> care about him. Just keep going, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Captain Coolbad's so, in trouble. <laughs> now we're really I was concerned. Thinking, <laughs> like apparently Captain Pike is on here for legit reasons. Yeah. And the Enterprise was just for some reason. Yeah. So maybe he was just cursed by a witch and he's not. Even <laughs> yeah, like he has kind of like a a Macbeth kind of vibe. So maybe that's maybe there's like some three witches that like told him to like. You know, death will always follow you, Captain Pike. <laughs> All right. It's just like, dang. Apparently in the second episode of this season, he also almost dies. And it's like, dang, Pike. 
You just you are cursed by a witch. <laughs> Can you just have like one tour of duty where it's just like surveying asteroids and that's it? <laughs> he gets confined to the wheelchair later and he falls off a curb. <laughs> Into the path of an oncoming truck. <laughs> yeah, just a, it's just like Rube, Berg, Rube Goldberg device of like accidents. Captain Pike, were you on a plane that was gonna blow up? And then, <laughs> yeah, are you from Final Destination, Captain Pike? Yeah, yeah. So I was at a, I was in a cafe. How did you get that way, Captain Pike? Well, I was in a cafe. I choked on my croissant, and then, uh, and then a dog like tried to get away from me and bit me, and then I, I fell into traffic and I got hit. <laughs> like, like what? What? Do you, what? Yeah. Like what was that? Like uh, I know. Like we're super tense. They're like, ha 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 ha. This is too dangerous for us. Ah, what do we look? Do? Look, we're so What's double that? may care. We're so we're 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 men and women of action. Like okay. Yeah. <laughs> like why do we need to know this? Yeah, I have no idea what they're gonna do before they did it. I'm like, you fucking yeah yeah I yeah I did not know what they were going to do. Like all the yeah. words they said leading up to this did not translate to what happened. It looks like they were just lucky. And what really bothers me is yeah. that like just falling on flat ground would have totally killed you. Right? Like it, it's dangerous enough, <laughs> but you have this bit. They get into yeah. like, a, of course there's an explosion. They get into this weird like spin and then yeah. right before they hit the ground, you're like, oh, and there were spikes there. Like, really, guys? Like, yeah. what? Like, like what, if, what about Captain Pike's helmet not working? And you're like, oh, no, this is a new problem. Yeah. And then his helmet works. You're like, oh, it's fine then. Uh, yeah, no, just... we didn't. Like, I just, this is so contrived, it bothers me. Like, why, do, we don't yeah. need sp- uh, I just. Why did you stop spinning with a single yeah, point of thrust? Yeah. Why? Yeah. You should have just. You should have just went into this hyperspin that that killed you f- through centrifugal fo- centripetal yeah. force. Every everything's dialed up to eleven here. Yeah, and I don't like it. So, I don't. It doesn't need yeah. to be. It doesn't need to be that way. Oh, they they apparently feel that it needs to be. Yeah. So. And then it's like, oh look, we have all this relief, but no, we're on a death asteroid. And things are still tense and, and commercial break. But we're back and things are tense. Yeah. Look at this landscape. It's going to kill you. Oh, that's probably Doomsday right there. This is where you're <laughs> yeah. Born. Oh, no, never mind. These are heroes. <laughs> yeah. But Doomsday is from here. I've seen the comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's this, this has all of the trappings of Doomsday all over it. Yeah. So uh, there, there's some crazy space wolves over the next hill. Anyway... Um, how are these 90 comics references working for you? Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, you they know, yeah, they, they either will, they won't. Um, okay. This is like, so, so we, we already established that it barely has gravity. Um, yeah. And we already established that these suits can fly. What the f*** are we repelling? Yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> like, the, nothing's floating at all. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's like these things that bother me and like you, I don't know who I have to talk to, to, to get them to understand that Star Trek is not an action show. It, it, it is an action show. They have historically used action to drive the story. I mean, in the original keep people interested, uh, uh, maybe in the, in the original series, but the good episodes aren't action show, aren't action bits. Um, and that's fair, but there, there is action. There is tension. Things happen. 
Um, maybe you know, so everyone pulls a phaser. Like Burnham doesn't even keep her her tricorder out to like science it. Yeah, because she had it out. Yeah, and she must have taken a feat to swap over. Yeah, yeah, she has a quick draw science feat. <laughs> replace your replace your tricorder with any weapon uh, as a free action. <laughs> you have to take a feat in the edit ed, in the editor perk, but yeah, no. um, a feat in the editor. Line. This is anyway, kind of a this is yeah. sort of a nice bit um, where they're like complimenting these probe things. Uh, I love Tig. I love Tig so much. I'm, I I I didn't know that she was in. I was hope follow the kids. I was really hoping that uh, she would be in this whole series, but she's only in this one episode. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I um also inertial dampeners are whenever your ship accelerates real fast and you're inside of it and you don't want to become paste. That's what inertial dampeners do. Yeah. I wonder um, how she could diagnose so, that from the outside. Also, there's nothing that's inside those things, so why would it need dampeners? Yeah. I mean, even the structural integrity field would make more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And see, this is once again, we have all of the science on the outside. Like we don't, <laughs> yeah. really, it, it's not subtle. It's out in your face. It's like, Hey guys, um, you don't have little buttons on your suit that tell you it's cool to breathe. Yeah. You don't have that, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. Um, so we, we, why were we worried about being decapitated? Oh, yeah, I forgot. She thinks we're in a war. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about And that's that. great. That's great support for it. It keeps the tension high. It's like, ooh, death traps. Ooh, dangerous. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I'm fine with that. It, it all jives together. Um, that tension springs naturally from the story that we have created. Yeah. And so this is interesting. Um, this is, like, I like the premise that Tig is essentially um, a... A, a genius engineer that learned what she could of uh, medicine to keep people alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought that was kind of clever. Yeah. It's a really cool, really Star Trek things. And I may, I may debate that they don't show it a lot, that they do not explain it a lot. Yeah. But, um, everyone in Starfleet's pretty sharp. Yeah. And um, I, I wish and that, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. This, what we're seeing here, I want a series of this, like not, yeah. <laughs> in, in, not not not, <laughs> not in a uh, like I don't know who I gotta talk to. Maybe I have to make it myself. But like yeah. the, I want a series of a group of people that are just like Tig that solve problems. Where can I get that? What would it be yeah. called? <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a Starfleet Corps of Engineer uh, novel series, but yeah, um, like we don't know what Hemerithrin is, but like, and I'm pretty sure Captain Captain Cool Dad doesn't either. But he shakes her hand anyway. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, say say science things. Yeah. I mean, he should have a glove or something. But whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, you like it. It's uh, She gives us her context and her story. Yeah. Um, she makes a joke, which is hilarious. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, she, she knows her stuff. Yeah. Like, later on in Star Trek, we get Star Trek people who are just like, eh, I'm a guy. I kind of know stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to a 20th century college. I'm like, hmm, Okay. I don't know if you belong in Starfleet. <laughs> that's fine. I like that. You know. Look, it's it's good, and it's like a, so. I took a dead heart and made it pump things uh, to piggyback to us. That's so good. <laughs> She's got like an yeah. engineering rig, but it's got like forceps stuff in it, <laughs> like Cliff. So good. And she says, "Hey, look, I I know stuff, and I read. I educated myself." Yeah, um, I, I wish I would love. I would love. If there was like some kind of class I could go to that could teach me to be that kind of person where it's just I entertain myself through curiosity and reading instead of just consuming content. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, all you have to do is do it. But, you know. yeah, I guess so. Well, just 
Like, how? why is she have fun? Like, how is she having fun? Um, I guess what happens is I used to be curious, and then my 12 years of schooling plus college just beat all of that out of me. And so now I have to find my curiosity again in my old age. Yeah, you got it. It's a quest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great line. Oh, yeah, no, line. she's she's so deadpan, and she's a comedian, so she knows her timing. It's good stuff. Yeah. Because so, the deal is that this asteroid, they're almost headed for a pulsar. Yeah. And so they tell her that, and she's like, oh, oh, that. Okay, I thought of something serious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's great. So now we're, we're setting up uh, this transporter pad, and we're going to get pattern enhancers, which I don't think we've seen in Star Trek The Next Generation yet. What's um, What do you, what do you, we haven't seen what? Pattern enhancers. They're going to do it oh, so quick. Oh, okay. The lady in the red shirt's going to put up like a little radar dish thing. Okay. She's going to put up a thing that's going to unfold into a radar Look at that. That's so, dish. I love that. Where were you 10 months ago? That's so, uh, yeah. I, I want, oh man, I would love if Tim yeah. was like a science officer of this show that I want to see. <laughs> yeah, they have these skills. Yeah. And, um, they appreciate each other's skills. Like, I, yeah, so. I, I don't need people to always know the answers. I want to see people like work through problems. Like that's neat. Like, there show people fail and then succeed. Right. Um, and they, they move this thing, they move along pretty quickly, because in that time this lady sets up the pattern enhancer, we've already jumped back to the hospital, and now we're transporting people out. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so... We had five hours. We could have totally matched speed of this asteroid, had a leisurely jaunt uh, to the asteroid, had, like, tea time, and then, like, walked Tig and everyone out... And still had time left over, but because we're so married to this action movie pacing, um, yeah. we have these weird 9G bullshits, this gurney shot, and a stationary um, discovery that's getting hit by asteroids for no reason. Yeah. No reason. It it phasers. It what kinds of shit? Just anything. Give me any solution yeah. to not get hit by an asteroid. <laughs> you have so many. Yeah. And I just... Um... Structural breach. So people died because you didn't want to use your phasers. <laughs> <laughs> They're pacifists. <laughs> those those asteroids had feelings and families. <laughs> I do like how they very effectively set up that um, that bar in the door. Oh yeah, no, that's good. Like like this problem yeah. that's happened that's about to happen. That feels pretty organic to me, and it's clever. Yeah, I mean, ideally, seeing she knocks out the bar, and that's very well telegraphed. Yeah, and then bam. Yeah, so. yeah. And so, I mean, like, uh, man, I just, the show makes me sad. It makes me want to make a completely different show <laughs> that has yeah. the things that I want in it. Maybe that's what I should do yeah. with my time. Just it's so promising, make, yeah. make a Star Trek that isn't Star Trek, but that does the things that I want a Star Trek to do. You should totally do that. <laughs> um <laughs> It is frustrating that everything is exploding directly. Right, yeah, why? <laughs> what? But then it stops doing that, and she almost dies. Yeah. So. Like, I just, and, like, still, look at all the gravity. Look at all the gravity we're watching. <laughs> That's true. Like, That's true. Wh where is this oxygen coming from that these explosions are happening in? Like, I don't, <laughs> all of these yeah. things are, we went through a whole long tube to communicate that, oh, we went from a non-breathable atmosphere to a breathable atmosphere. So, where is all this oxygen coming from for these explosions? Yeah. Um, it's so, you know, uh, co combustion can happen with, you know, confined materials. The fires are probably the bigger question for me of how are they yeah, still burning. Yeah. Um, so. 
But uh, yeah, and then we get like some like look at this. So this is That's cool. I mean, yeah, but um, how did it build up? You assume it built up friction, I guess. Yeah. But like how? Like you're I in mean, space. There's no like. Um, oh. th- there's going to be no way to transfer um, energy from like one thing to the next. Unless, I mean, unless you have like, I mean, obviously it's an explosion deal. It was like it was part of a container that exploded. Okay. So I mean that that heat got transferred to it. Okay. Um, and then she sees. So that's she just shrapnel. She sees like yeah, but I mean, but it's, well, yeah, I guess if, if it's shrapnel in space, then yeah. I just don't know how it, it, it was weird that how it got to be shrapnel. Uh, so she sees like I get we well I guess we learn that later, but she has this yeah. vision of this weird angel dude that we saw in the intro. Yeah, and that Spock is going to describe later. Um, so that's weird. That's something we didn't yeah. know about. Um, did 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 you twig to that when it first happened? Did I what? Did you did you get that? You're like, hey, that should have been transported. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I was totally like, wait, what? Like that isn't is it like like how like I was waiting for them to tell me like why. Why didn't that happen? Like, is it special yeah. energy things, alternate reality things? Like, what are we talking about? See, I assumed it was a discovery thing, but then, but then they talk about it. I'm like, yay! I, I misjudged yeah. the show. I sold it a little short. Yeah, uh, yeah, and like, I thought I was gonna get no science, but we do get w- Tilly drives a lot of like the human science parts of this episode. Yeah. Um, it just, it it is they're just so small. It's hard for them to land with the pacing. I feel. Um, at least that's how it yeah. feels to me. I, th- none of this feels organic. It feels forced. I, we're just like, there's so much science happening. And I don't doubt that there's some, uh, some variability to it, like some, some reality to it, but it happens so quick. You're just like science, 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 science. Oh my God. This is such a big science. Right. Oh my God. This is science. Yeah. Like you're, you're telling me science. You're not showing me science. Yeah. Like there's, there's not, there's no Jordy in, in the, the ready in the conference room with a little graphic at the edge going, all right. So the deal is, is that we're in a, yeah, a, like a critical thinking. Like, okay, level. here's my problem. This is what I'm trying to do. Why does this guy show like the only reason why he follows Tilly right now is so he can say to do the high five and like to hand this off. Apparently he's, but, um, he was sad. She's like, Hey, he, he was, he was like Lieutenant Sadman, right? Why is he, yeah. why is he happy man? He's he's intrigued by what she's doing, you know. He's he is sad. He is going to leave. Why would discovery. you do this? Why would you make this thing open so violently? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, you know what I want to do? I want to make a tool that uh, Starfleet can use uh, to save lives. Let's open it in the most violent fashion possible. <laughs> <laughs> I. I assumed it was going to be a tractor beam. That was on, like, the outside of it. Yeah. Like, it's a proto-tractor beam. It's the gravity simulator. It's blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, but apparently it's a fucking Pokemon ball for <laughs> asteroids. Yeah. yeah. And there's, like, like, you had rapidly expanding matter, but no heat for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, seems so. like, it seems like if you needed a place that had steam, you would have had it there. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these scary so, asteroids that we have no solution for. <laughs> and they crank their windshield. <laughs> the windshield's cracked again. Uh, why? So, why is it? Um, Pump the brakes. Yeah, I don't know if that's a Saru line, but whatever. Yeah, I'm it doesn't. Yeah, well. it does not seem like a like. It, it doesn't seem. It seemed out of character for him. Um, yeah. Also, why didn't we like just 
use a tractor beam to take this dude in. Like, why wouldn't we also, just... Or... I'm going to go... F- I'm sorry, I'm, i got to go for the gay joke here. Boy, I feel that discovery. <laughs> sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, sometimes. So, uh, maybe they just don't have a tractor beam. Maybe yeah. they just don't have a tractor beam. Yeah. So. Yeah, so. I mean, it, that could have been a good line, but it wasn't because we didn't get to see the math. We didn't get to see they, the signs. They, it just happened. They didn't do the math. Yeah, they, they did it all off screen, right. and then we get the results of it. Right. So, it's like, math and science is totally cool. You got to work for it? I don't know. We're not going to slow down that much. Yeah. Um, so... And so this is like, he said it's a ready room, but he's kind of talking about it like it's his office. I don't. Yeah, well, Picard's ready room. Well, yeah, that's but... where he has his fish and his desk. Well, yeah, but I thought that's his office. Like a, re... I, I don't know. I always, I guess, in a ready room, I feel like that's a thing you get dressed to go do, like some actiony bit, not like a a place where you chill out and like think about things or do administrata or whatever. You know, that's Picard's little room off the bridge of the Enterprise D. Yeah. That's his ready room. Yeah, so then if that's the case, then um, you definitely get a sense that the dude b- here before was a, a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and what he kind has of, fewer fish. Yeah, what kind of dude, like he's nothing here, and what kind of dude makes people come to his office to stand? What a jerk. Yeah. That's Lorca. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I think he... Uh, is he going to redesign this place because he's going to stick around? Um, I mean, he's wearing the so. uniform, right? Um, oh, yes, I don't get this. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting quote. Uh, maybe it's true. I mean, I don't know. The first episode we see Captain Pike in is called The Cage. Okay. Um, that's when we see the televisions. Oh, oh, okay. The and then they recycle okay. that episode. Um, it's called The Menagerie. He's obviously, he's crippled. He's in. He's stuck in his own body. Okay. Um, and therefore... Um, his mind could still be free. Yeah. The fortune cookie is a direct foreshadowing for that. Oh, okay. Um, That's good. Meaning maybe even the fortune cookies have space magic. <laughs> well, maybe the fortune cookie was crafted with space magic. Yeah. Or maybe the fortune cookie has met Captain Pike before. And is like, bro, <laughs> you break yourself. Yeah, you're going to break it. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know this, but you were totally space magic cursed by witches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah, no, so apparently the reason we didn't see Enterprise in season one, and it's important we have this entire scene, uh, is that they were just told to stay away because the Enterprise is too awful. They almost <laughs> lost the war in season one, I want to tell you, they oh. almost lost the war. Oh, really? Okay. They're all like, right. oh, hey, this is the, this is the starbase that commands all of Starfleet, and it's dead, and there are 20 dead ships around it, <laughs> so we're all going to die now. Oh, wow. And it's like, oh yeah, no, the, inter- the Enterprise is racing the whole, it's like, can the Enterprise kill an entire Cleon everything? I mean, <laughs> I mean, sure it can. <laughs> it's got I the mean, best crew imaginable. It can do anything. It's like, how were they going to in the hole if you didn't pull them out at the worst moment? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, so now we get the Spock story. You know what? I think it's a fairly slow scene. Um, yeah, this is definitely the reprieve. Um, I don't know what's going on here because I don't know any of the backstory. I don't know how she, like... Her connection to Spock is weird. Like, I don't know. It's it's just really weird. I don't know. I, it's frustrating that Spock is here. Uh, we were kind of talking about before. He definitely <laughs> is the Wolverine of Star Trek. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, there, if there were multiple Star Treks happening in parallel, he would be in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, I... So I think the thing with this series is that he uses the language of television, but like a sonographer's version of it. Yeah. And 
It knows what every scene is accomplishing, and it does that 100%. Yeah, like there's no, yeah, no. I, yeah, it moves I think, on to the next scene. Yeah, it just, it basically is like, okay, now this is a tender scene. I need you to kick it up to 11. <laughs> and it's like, Be wait, sad. what? Like, why, why are we saying everything with drama? Why do we have, like, the meaningful things in the background? Like, because, like, when she said, I wanted to go to the Enterprise, like, the t- her tone made me think that, I'm going to go to the Enterprise and stay there and never come back. And you'll never see me again. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, we just, you seem like a cool character. It sucks if you're not going to be in the show anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think that a butt shot for reasons, I guess. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. You're, you're a better judge of whether or not that's sexualized than me. So. Um, it's probably not sexualized. Um, it's good. It's probably setting up this transition, which I think is a good yeah. one. Oh, yeah. It's a great transition. Um, I mean, it is completely irrelevant. It shouldn't matter. This is nothing like Spock's Wars in the original Enterprise. It's so huge. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. And also, it's like not even... Um, well, I guess you didn't turn the lights on. Yeah. But, you know, that's about as dark as Spock keeps it, honestly. Okay. Um, he, he did have a red theme, and they do show you a lot of things from the original series. And okay. Was, and they just made it huge for reasons. Yeah, but, and um, so I guess we keep we're keeping we're reminding the audience of this flashback because we're gonna get more and more context as the series goes on. Eventually, we'll realize why um, Spock did uh, accept her and then rejected her for reasons. That, that seems to be the case. So we're intrigued. I think that's a fair hook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'd I'd like to know. Um, I just uh, I'd like it to to happen, and I, I hope that we don't like get that story point revealed while under gunfire and having to deal with like someone who's in cardiac arrest, uh, <laughs> all while being in a poisonous environment. Um, we, well, I guess we won't see that. <laughs> Neither of us is going to subscribe to CBS access. Yeah. But yeah. I do want to say here while she's looking at the little bells on the little thing. I'll look a little three printed, uh, you know, space chest. That's good. Yeah. Three chest. Um, so yeah, and apparently has his etch sketch here, which is apparently just central to Spock's character. Yeah, I didn't know he um, drew. <laughs> me neither. He he plays lute. He plays. I'm sorry, not lute. Liar. Yeah. That the, yeah. The liar that yeah. Like yeah, him yeah. playing music totally makes sense. But and you could have totally said like, oh yeah, my mom encouraged. L- listen to his voice. Doesn't it sound so like raspy and like, like, <laughs> like I'm a man the tortured past. It's like, can you but, just have a normal voice, dude? <laughs> what you're hearing. What you're hearing um, is Spock's beard. His <laughs> yeah. beard now. It comes and that's to... that's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is like the fourth guy to be cast as Spock. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh... Like eight if you count children. But yeah. <laughs> Lots of kid Spocks. Yeah, no, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I thought I don't I if I were going to write anything in Star Trek um, and they're like, hey, we need a Vulcan. I'm like, cool, it's not being Spock or any of Spock's relatives. <laughs> he, I, will, I will only concede maybe he worked with Spock and that will be one sentence and we'll never talk about it again. Yeah. Spock kind of like, Psh. and then you meet him and it's a completely different Spock. He's like, yeah, no, there's like a billion Vulcans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so what happened was is after Spock retired, he saved the world and died and all this other kind of stuff. And so uh, there's this huge influx of people naming their baby Spock. <laughs> Yeah. And so all the Vulcans wanted to show their pride. And so we have basically three generations of a long-lived species, all named Spock. I don't know if we need a, a flashback to show this, how the spirograph works. Like, we get it. Yeah. It's a, a spirograph in, in the future. 
Yeah, and I guess Spot knows about the red dots, and I guess the red dots are connected to the angel guy. Um, yes. We know that you're. We know that you're siblings. I don't know why we're talking about brother. Yeah, because he's a brother. They're they're set brothers and folks and stuff. So I don't understand. Yeah, look, he's he's the tortured genius. <laughs> so apparently, he's visions. Apparently, apparently, look at this. Like he's. <laughs> he's like Captain America in his like cell or something. He's a Vulcan. That, that's completely within his idiom. Uh, I mean, I yeah, mean, he's done it before. Like hell, they even like hired him to try to break out of like prison once. But it's just like um, it's just this action movie pacing. Just really throw. I really don't like it. Don't worry, Derek. At the end of that scene, he goes, "I abhor violence," <laughs> and goes back to eating vegetable cubes. I hope. <laughs> I, um, so yeah, this is a, this is an ad. So I don't know if you're interested in seeing more discovery. Uh, I mean, kinda, um, I don't sentient life in the galaxy. Yeah. Derek. I admire the restraint in using the galaxy, not the universe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Just a lot of pullback. Yeah. (laughs) About as much pullback as like, um, waiting a year to show the enterprise. (laughs) Yeah. Final thoughts, brother. Huh. <laughs> Discovery as a whole. I'll. Uh, I just need. I need to breathe for a moment. Everything is just so fast. That's fair. Um, I. Uh, I'm conflicted. Um, I think there are some good elements here. Um, yeah. I think that. Um, there was some direction, probably from a producer, to make <laughs> to make this be something that Star Trek isn't, and. I'm fine with creative license. Like I don't. There are things in this episode that I think hardcore fans won't like that are that I'm fine with. Um, what bothers me is that all of the cerebral sciencey bits are not kind of like shown, and we don't problem solve at all. We don't like the closest we get to problem solving is like that super tense bit where um, we have to fe- find a reason to go down to. Uh, we have to find a way to save the men that are on this asteroid. Um, and uh, it's super dangerous, even though it doesn't have to be. Um, yeah. And, like, you have to know that space nerds are going to be the ones watching this. Like, they're going to point out all the things that don't make sense with the way you set stuff up. Um, I mean, you pointed out before we began, it's got 300,000 views, uh, 2,000 votes, yeah. eight, 876 upvotes, 947 downvotes. Yeah, but I mean, like, hate this show. Like, like most people that watched this didn't even bother to vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's for most videos. But um, very strong negative opinions. We're not going to read the comments because we know it's down Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we don't. We, um, we don't have to explore everything. <laughs> right. So, um, so, yeah, yeah. Lots of Star Trek fans do have a problem with this. I really don't. I'm not compelled to watch it. Um, I would watch it if it was free on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's within Star Trek's paradigm. I think, it, like you said, they don't problem solve. Yeah. So everyone's really smart, but you don't see them do anything smart or clever. It's all yeah. Doctor Who problems. That's surprising to me. I would have expected you to have a problem with this because of that fact. And, you know, like you, you know I feel like a lot of the times when we talked about the original series... Yeah. Um, that was kind of a point that you drove home a lot, um, and I, I, I think it's legit, and I think it, it makes sense. And yep. um, the action movie pacing of this—I uh, mean, I don't know—I haven't seen all of it, so I don't know. But this right here, I don't—I uh, mean, it doesn't really feel like Star Trek. It just feels kind of like a 
an action movie, a space action movie that you painted with Star Trek things. Yeah, um, and trust me, there are worst implementations than the thing you just described. Um, <laughs> and maybe having seen those, that's why I cut oh, this one so much. Oh, slack. maybe so. Okay, yeah. So I, um, you're, you're speaking to me from uh, horrors I've yet to visit. <laughs> so they, um, so yeah, they, they should problem solve more. And there's no principle in this episode. It's not an episode about principle, so we can't really judge it on that. Yeah, that's but, true. But um, you know, I think. That that's what it is. I, I this this kind of confirms everything I thought about Discovery. Okay. Um, I know you, I know you had zero expectations. Yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew nothing. Next week, Devils Do. All right. And until then, remember. Hey, I'll make this short because everybody hates credits. Her name is Michael. Get over it. Is recorded and edited on Audacity, the free audio editor and recorder. Our conversations are held over Google Hangouts, and all files are hosted on benvelding.com. Hosted by DreamPress, run with WordPress. Star Trek Discovery is owned by CBS Television Studios, and it is available on CBS's all-access streaming service. Thank you, and remember Rand.